Okay, good morning, everyone. This is the Walk With God podcast and YouTube channel. I just want to say welcome to you. Today is January 7th, 2020. Uh, Bear with me just a second as I move my coffee around. Uh, If you have a a cup of coffee with you too, go ahead and uh, take a sip with me. Uh, It's the best way to start the day. So thank you for joining me. This is the Walk With God podcast. Walk with God podcast. My name is Caleb Arnd, and I'm your host. And today we are going to be reading through the Bible. Once again, the goal of this podcast is to read through the entire Bible in a year. And today we are in Psalm chapter 7, Genesis chapter 16, verses 1 through chapter 18, verse 15, Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. And since I missed the, I actually missed the Proverbs from yesterday, we're going to go from Proverbs 1, 29 through 2, 1 through 5. And then Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 24 today. And we, we go through the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Psalms and the Proverbs every single day so that we get the heart of God, the wisdom of God, the history of God and what, where we came from and the revelation of God through the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, that he is the son of God and he is God. So if um, let's go ahead and let's start with a word of prayer. Uh, please bow your head with me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for this day. Thank you for your word and for your truth. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your compassion, your grace, and your heart. Heavenly Father, I pray, please help me now to speak your words, your truth, your wisdom, and your revelation. Lord, please speak to our hearts, I pray, and help us to know your word and know your will, Lord, and to apply it to our heart and to our lives and to grow in it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay. Uh, Prayer and Bible study, always the best ways, the very best ways to start the day. Today we're in Psalm chapter 7. O Lord my God, in thee do I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me, lest he tear my soul like a lion, rending it in pieces while there is none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there be iniquity in my hands, if I have rewarded evil unto him that was at peace with me, yea, I have delivered him that without cause is mine enemy. Let the, en- let the enemy persecute my soul and take it, Yea, let him tread down my life upon the earth, and lay mine honor in the dust, Selah. Arise, O Lord, in thine anger, lift up thyself because of the rage of mine enemies, and awake for me to do to the judgment that thou hast commanded. So shall the congregation of the people compass thee about. For their sakes, therefore, return thou on high. The Lord shall judge the people. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness, and according to mine integrity that is in me. O let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just. For the righteous God trieth the hearts and reigns. My defense is of God, which saveth the upright in heart. God judgeth the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. If he turn not, he will wet his sword. He hath bent his bow and made it ready. He hath also prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordaineth his arrows against the persecutors. Behold, he travaileth with iniquity, and hath conceived mischief, and brought forth falsehood. He made a pit, and digged it, and is fallen into the ditch which he made. 
His mischief shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealing shall come down upon his own pate. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness, and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Here in Psalm chapter 7, we see that wickedness of the wicked is come to an end, but the Lord will establish the just. God judges the righteous. He uh, he tries the reins and the harps, and he saves the upright in heart. We see that the wicked dig a pit and make a snare and try to make traps and lay them for other people, but they will always come back upon them, that they, his mischief shall return upon his own head, and that the end is that we will and we should praise the Lord according to his righteousness. Turn with me to Genesis today, Genesis chapter 16. We just left off where Tidal, King of Nations, and Kedele Omor uh, had kidnapped Lot and attacked uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, and then Abram came and he rescued all of that, uh, all of Abram, or Lot, all of uh, his family and peoples and all the people of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah and brought them all back and gave ties to Melchizedek. And then uh, the Lord made a covenant with Abram that he would raise up his seed to be more, in, more numerous than the sand, more numerous than the dust of the earth, more numerous than the stars of the sky. We're in uh, Genesis chapter 16 through 18:15 today. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, bare him no children, and she had an handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord hath restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid, that it may be that I obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarai. And Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar her maid, the Egyptian, after Abram dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife. And he went into unto Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. And Sarai said unto Abram, My wrong be upon thee. I have given my maid into thy bosom, and when she saw that, I, that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. The Lord judge between me and thee. But Abram said unto Sarai, Behold, thy, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleaseth thee. And when Sarai dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. And the angel of the Lord found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, whence camest thou, and whither wilt thou go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress Sarai. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Return to thy mistress, and submit thyself unto her hands. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Behold, thou art with child, and shalt bear a son, and shalt call his name Ishmael, because the Lord hath heard thy affliction. And he will be a wild man, his hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him, and he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And she called the name of the Lord that spake unto her, That thou God seest me. For she said, have I also here looked after him that seeth me? Excuse me a second. <clears throat> Just got to clear the mouth and throat. 
14. Wherefore the well was called Bir Lahai Roy. Behold, it is between Kadesh and Bered. And Hagar bare Abram a son. And Abram called his son's name, which Hagar bare, Ishmael. And Abram was fourscore and six years old when Hagar bare Ishmael to Abram. And when Abram was ninety years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between thee, me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I, excuse me, have I made thee. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thy seed after thee, in their generations, for an everlasting covenant, to be a God unto thee, and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee, and to thy seed after thee, the land wherein thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant therefore, thou and thy seed after thee, in their generations. This is my covenant, which ye shall keep between me and you, and thy seed after thee. Every man-child among you shall be circumcised, and ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, even man-child in your genera every man-child in your generations. He that is born in the house, or bought with money of any stranger, which is not of thy seed, he that is born in thy house, and he that is bought with thy money, must needs be circumcised, and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised man-child, whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people, he hath broken my covenant. And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name, shall her name be. And I will bless her, and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face, and laughed, and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old? And shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, bear? And Abraham said unto God, O oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him, and will make him fruitful, and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee, at this set time in the next year. And he left off talking with him, and God went up from Abraham. And Abraham took Ishmael his son, and all that were born in his house, and all that were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the selfsame day, as God had said unto him. And Abraham was ninety years old and nine, when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael his son was thirteen years old, when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin.
In the selfsame day was Abraham circumcised, and Ishmael his son. And all the men of his house, born in the house, and bought with money of the stranger, were circumcised with him. Chapter 18 And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lift up his eyes, and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door, and bowed himself towards the ground, and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort ye your hearts, after that ye shall pass on. For therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, So do, as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into, into the tent unto Sarah, and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the herd, and fetched a calf tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk, and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have, my, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also? And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of surety bear a child which am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed I will return unto thee, according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but thou didst laugh. Here we see from Genesis 16 all the way to Genesis 18:15. We see that Abraham, Abram at the time in chapter 16 with Sarai tried to, tried to have children and couldn't and got very discouraged. And they tried to then take a shortcut and use Hagar, Sarai's handmaid that she had gotten while in Egypt, to bear children, which was a common custom at that time period and in that culture at that time that if you could not have children that it was okay to use your servants to and it would be a marriage as well but the children that were born then would be considered the children of the actual like the first wife of the patriarch of the family but that wasn't in God's will and so they're trying to shortcut God's will then the Lord came back and he told Abraham that, no, you and Sarah, and I'm changing your names, you are Abraham, you will be a father of many nations. And uh, I'm changing your name and I'm changing Sarah's name too. And you shall bear a son with Sarah, your wife. And here we see again um, in chapter 18 that the Lord came and visited him and Abraham served them and gave them food, and they, they sat and they communed with him. And then he reestablished that same promise. Next year, you and Sarah will have a son. 
man, that that is a, an amazing promise. And tomorrow we'll look at, um, we'll be looking at this, and we'll we'll see that a uh, that uh, Isaac Abraham's son then will come and. Uh, there will be problems in the family, but we'll, we'll we'll look at that tomorrow. But also that the covenant and the sign of the covenant between God and Abraham is established with the circumcision that all of the Jewish nation and the Hebrew nation later then carries on this covenant. Now, if you will, turn with me to Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1, please. We're going to go and we're going to look at Proverbs chapter 1, verse 29. Proverbs chapter 1. Just getting to the page. Verse 29. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Here we see in the end of chapter 1 of Proverbs that those that hate knowledge and do not choose the fear of the Lord will reject his counsel and that they will suffer the consequences and they will eat the fruit of their own way. And many times the uh, fruit is symbolically used in the Bible of that which has grown and come from the way or the thing that has been planted. And so if you plant sin, wickedness, and evil, it will bear evil fruit. But if you plant good and righteousness and truth and holiness and virtue and the principles of God, it will bear good fruit. Now, the turning of the way of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of the fool shall but destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely. If you hearken unto the Lord, you shall dwell safely. And there is no place that is safer than under the wings of the Lord and under the care of and the truth of the Lord. Chapter 2. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Here we see that if we seek after the wisdom and the knowledge of the Lord, just as we were looking for silver um, or gold or fine treasures. Uh, have you ever seen somebody that's gone to a beach and they're using a metal detector and they're searching and they're searching and they're trying to find just anything that's valuable that's buried underneath the sand or those that have in the past have gone to gold mines or silver mines and they've searched through the earth just for small amounts of these precious metals and stones. Well, God is saying that if we will incline our ear to wisdom, apply our heart to understanding, and if we will search for it, if we'll go to the, to the libraries and look for it, if we'll go to God's word here and look for it, if we'll um, apply our heart to search after it and uh, consider it like it really is, like a true treasure, and try to hold on to it then, then it says the promise is that thou shalt understand the fear of the Lord. You understand how great and mighty and powerful and wonderful God is and find the knowledge 
about God and understand more about the attributes of God. And that is the goal of this Bible study, this daily Bible reading, to understand God and to know him better and to walk with him each and every day. Now, if you will, please turn with me to Matthew chapter 6. And that's where we'll end for today. Matthew chapter 6. Verses 1 through 24. Take heed that ye do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thine alms may be in secret, and thy Father, which seeth in secret, himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, Thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut the door, pray to thy father, which is in secret, and thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. After this manner therefore pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. I'm sorry, forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head, and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. All right, man, there's a lot that we see here from... Verse 1, take heed that you do not your alms before men. God is warning them. Jesus, our Lord, is warning us that, and for each of these passages, when you when you give to the poor, when you do things for the poor, and you give to services, when you pray, and also when you fast, 
that if you do any of these things and you're seeking the praise, the honor, and the glory of men, then that is your reward. You'll get the praise, the honor, and the glory of other men, but you won't have the reward from God. But if you pass on all of the praise and the honor and the glory of men, if you do these things in secret, if you go into your closet and there pray, hidden from the rest of the world where nobody can see or hear you, if you um, wash your face, wash your hair, uh, take a shower, smell nice, and uh, are clean shaven, and you just look like a normal person, but secretly you are fasting, and the Lord sees that, but nobody else can see that. And if you give your give to the poor or give alms to your church or to a specific ministry or service or something, but you do it secretly so that nobody else can see or hear that or, or know that, then the Father which seeth in secret will reward you openly. But, and that is your great reward. Jesus is saying, let your focus, let your treasures not be on earth, but your focus and your treasures be laid up in heaven. And if the light of your body, the light of the body is the eye. Therefore, if your light and the light in your eyes, if your the countenance of your eyes is bright, is shiny, is happy, is um, full of faith and love for other people, then everything you do, all of the light of your whole body your whole body shall be full of light. All of it will be happy. Everything you do will be in uh, effort to try to spread that joy and love and happiness to others. But if thine eye be evil, if everything you're seeking after is your own personal gain and your own evil and wickedness, then the whole body is going to be full of wickedness too. You can't serve two masters. You have to choose this day who you shall serve. You either choose on purpose to serve the Lord, or by default, you're choosing to serve yourself and this world and the devil. Choose this day to walk with God. Please, I pray, do wisely, do justly, walk humbly. Thank you for joining me today on the Walk With God podcast. This is Caleb Aron, your host, signing off. May you have a blessed and wonderful day today and that the Lord be with you. If, you uh, if you're seeing this on the YouTube channel, you can also check out Pocket Casts as well as I think it's on the Google Podcasts now, the Walk With God podcast. And we also are on Twitter. And you can email me at wwgcaleb at gmail.com if you have any questions, have any prayer requests, or want to talk about anything. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening, and have a, an amazing day. God bless you.